Welcome to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. Holly is a wife, mom, coach, and entrepreneur. She wears these and many more hats while running three successful businesses, a gym, online nutrition program, and commercial cleaning company. She brings a unique perspective to everyday life with her spicy, no-nonsense attitude. Holly helps her clients keep it simple with small tweaks that over time add up to big life changes. With that, let's get on with today's episode. Here's my friend, Holly Cochran, an incredible human you need to be listening to every Monday. Hello there, family, friends, and a couple of strangers. Thank you for joining me today on the Monday Matters podcast with Holly Cochran. Um, As you've maybe heard before, if you've listened to this podcast before, that sometimes I have a pre-recorded something that I'm wanting to bring to my audience, and sometimes I just decide I'm thinking about something today, so I'm going to talk about it. And this episode is one of those. I have been getting my family ready. They're pretty independent humans, my family. I made sure of that. But we are going as a family to Montreal. My youngest is going to be lifting in a competition in Montreal. So we are going as a whole family to watch her lift and then spend a few days touring around and checking out Quebec. We've never been before. It's on the bucket list. So we are excited to go. But two of the family members are out camping for a few days in Cypress Hills before they get to get on an airplane. So I'm basically picking them up from their campsite, driving them to the airport, and then we get on an airplane and we head to Quebec. What that does to a family who never eats takeout, to a family who is gluten-free and primarily sugar-free for the most part, When you are going to be away from home for an extended period of time and you know that you have diet restrictions, it makes you think. So I've been thinking about how are we going to feel awesome while we are away? Because there is nothing worse than um, being away on a trip and being sick and not feeling good and having upset stomach while you're trying to be on a tour and see the see the cobblestone sidewalks and all the rest of it, and you feel terrible doing that. So that's not going to happen. We're going to do some planning and some thoughtful um, decision-making before we go. And people ask me about it all the time. So this is a perfect opportunity while I'm in the throes of it. Since I haven't traveled a whole lot the last couple of years with COVID, we haven't done a whole lot of leaving the valley for any extended period of time. I'm in the middle of thinking this through and planning this all out. So I just decided to write down all the things I was doing in order to stay. Here's my air quotes. If you can see my fingers, stay on track while we travel. Because people ask me about how do I stay on track over Like, how do I not like sabotage everything I've been working towards while I'm on a holiday? And so I'll tell you some of the things that I'm going to be doing in order for me to feel amazing while I travel. Because... I have a real huge connection towards the food that I eat is a direct correlation to how I feel. And I want to feel awesome while I'm away on holidays. I do not want to feel sluggish, low energy. I don't want to have a headache. I don't want to be tired and I don't want to be bloated and I don't want to have to be rushing to the bathroom. So I need to make sure that I am doing preventative, proactive things in order to make sure that I have a fantastic holiday But at the same time, I will not let the food or the 
the diet, whatever we're eating, it will not consume me to the point where I lose out on the fun. There will be a lot of fun had um, because I have learned to enjoy experiences in other ways besides just with food. So let's start with a few of the things that I am going to be doing. First one is for as much as I possibly can, I will eat the same things that I'm eating all the time here at home while I'm away. So yes, I want to experience new things. Yes, I want to experience new culture and all of those kinds of things. I will pick which ones I am truly wanting to experience, but it's not a free-for-all. There's no way that my body can go from the way that I'm eating on a regular basis now to doing a free-for-all with all of the processed foods or gluten-filled foods or sugar-filled foods and drinks for four days and continue to have a good time. So I won't. I won't have a complete and utter, you know, whatever's there I will eat indulgent week because that won't be enjoyable for me. Um, I'm going to enjoy the experiences, but I won't necessarily make the experiences all around the food. So what do I normally do here at home? If you've ever listened to me before, you probably know the first thing that I do in the morning is I move my body. That makes me feel good. So even when we're on holidays, I'm going to be taking rest days but not the whole time. And I'm going to get up and move my body for sure. I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't even have a clue what kind of hotel we're in. I know nothing, but there's probably a sidewalk and a set of stairs somewhere. And if there's a flat surface for me to do push-ups and squats on, I will move my body in the morning because my body is used to that. And it won't feel good if I don't for repeated amounts of days. So that's one thing that I can do to stay consistent. And so that my body knows, okay, this is what we do regularly. Let's keep doing it so that she can feel normal and feel good on this vacation doesn't take much. Like literally 20 minutes is all I would need to check that box. So I don't need to go find a gym. I won't need to, you know, I'm not going to travel around and find myself a CrossFit gym. That will take away from the experience that I'm wanting to be. I, I can go to a CrossFit gym any day. I don't want that necessarily as one of my experiences on this Montreal trip with my whole family. I just want to be able to get up and move my body. So I will. After I do that at home, I usually come home to my house and I have my smoothie. It has my cytogreens and my protein and my collagen. And I know it checks the boxes. I know I get to start my day off with my proteins and my micronutrients. And I do that when we're away. So I have a travel blender. It was not very much. It's it's a brand name of Hamilton Beach. I think I got it from Walmart. And it makes me my smoothie. It fits into my luggage. If I had to pick between an extra pair of shoes or my hair straightener or my smoothie maker, I will pick my smoothie maker every single time. It's not that big, so it usually I can get everything in, but it is that important for me to be able to take my smoothie because my smoothie checks the boxes in the morning and makes me feel amazing and keeps my calories in check um, because I don't go off track first thing in the morning and, and overindulge in any kind of continental breakfast. There's no, you know, I, I'm in control of what's going in my body in the morning with that smoothie. And I like that. So every hotel, every, 
Airbnb everywhere, you're going to be able to get some water and a plug-in. So that's all I need to make this smoothie up. And I do that. I take, I get a Ziploc bag and I put all three scoops that I put in my drink into one Ziploc bag and it goes in my luggage and I take as many Ziploc bags as I am going to be days away. And sometimes I run down to the ice machine at the hotel and I can add ice because this little Hamilton Beach guy blends up ice really well. And so a nice cup of coffee and my smoothie is how I start my mornings while I'm on holidays. There might be a morning where we're going to do a breakfast or do a brunch or something like that. Again, I'll pick things that I would normally have at home. So I'm going to have omelet, eggs. Uh, there won't be toast because I'm not going to eat gluten while I'm on this trip for sure. It's been 15 years since I've had a regular piece of toast. So I'm not about to start while I'm on holidays. So I will find things that I'm eating normally here and enjoy them when I am out on my vacation. So that's one thing. One of the things that I take is I take my smoothie drink. Now, people who have smoothies that have all the frozen berries, like Kata and Corey both put frozen fruit into their smoothie. They don't enjoy my smoothie maker or my blender machine as much as I do on holidays. And they often do something a little bit differently, which, but it still works. They still find something that, um, they feel good about. And Kenzie never eats breakfast whether she's here or there. So we don't worry about Kenzie when it comes to breakfast because she is not my breakfast girl. And normally when we make her have breakfast, we end up regretting that because her body's not used to it. So we don't worry about what Kenzie's going to have for breakfast. She doesn't have breakfast when she's here either. So trying to do what feels normal and feels like you are following the same routine is pretty important. How can you do that? So um, I need to back up though, because I missed a line on my notes that I was going to write. I wanted to talk about being in the airport. They don't let you take a lot of your healthy foods on the airplane. We have had more things that I have attempted to get on an airplane confiscated than I care to acknowledge. Like, I think this time I'm finally just going to admit defeat and I'm not taking anything in my carry-on, but I mean, I have attempted to take everything, anything, like my power pancakes, I've tried overnight oats, I've tried fruits and vegetables, and yeah, I pretty much get most things confiscated, so I'm probably not going to try to do anything, and the only reason I do is because I find the smaller airports, like we are either leaving from, usually from Regina, but this time we're leaving from Saskatoon, these smaller airports, your gluten-free options on the other side of security are terrible. So if you are some sort of uh, food industry human that's in charge of airports listening to this podcast, thank you for listening to the podcast. But if you could do something about offering a healthy option that's gluten-free on the other side of security, that would be fantastic. I would really appreciate that. So what do we do when we get on the other side of security um, and we're flying and we need something? Buy the water. First of all, do not get dehydrated on the airplane. You will end up making poor choices in life. So we buy the water. Um, and I also look sometimes, I know in Calgary for sure. I don't know about Regina. I can't remember. Oh, it's been a long time since I've flown. But I know in Calgary for sure. Corey and I always go and buy some pressed juices. So 
The pressed juices means we're checking the micronutrient box, like we're getting our fruits and vegetables in so that if the rest of the choices that we are making are just maybe like protein as in beef jerky and carbs as in, I don't even know what we would buy. Well, there's always some uh, like old Dutch chips and things like that. Like we might buy some kind of a snack on the other side, but definitely like to buy the pressed juice if we can find it. Trying to avoid drinking a whole lot of artificial sugars, but finding ways to get some fruits and vegetables into us when they're not that easy to buy. Sometimes you can buy a banana or an orange on the other side of security too. And I have been known to do that. It always kills me when I'm spending $3 on an orange or maybe even $5 on an orange on the other side. But I will do that if I know that we're going to be you know, six or eight hours before we get anything else. And the airplane food, when they send you that little menu that you can get on the plane, very rarely is it anything decent that is gluten-free. So it's not fun traveling like that. And one of the things that I love to know is that I am not going to starve to death. Even if I didn't eat for 24 hours, I'm not going to starve to death and it's never going to be that long while you're traveling. So I just don't worry about it anymore. I used to worry that I, um, if I went more than about four hours, I was going to get really hangry and really sick. And knowing my protein ratios now and um, reducing the amount of carbs that I have and reducing my sugars has made hangry not even really a thing very much anymore. I'm much more in control because my blood sugars are in control and my hormones are much better in control. So I know that even if I was to leave the house at six o'clock in the morning and not have anything decent to eat till six o'clock at night, when I got to the other end of wherever I'm going, I'm going to be fine. So um, that was an experiment that I did as a nutrition person is we, I did some fasting just to see how to sort out those blood sugars and the hormones and things like that. Learning those sorts of things have definitely helped me to manage the unknown that comes with travel. So I appreciate that a lot. Anyway, so we get on the airplane or get onto the other side of security. We look for things that we can that will serve us in the next few hours. Is there a pressed juice or two? Uh, usually at that point I'll buy the beef jerky and some water and maybe one little snacky thing. Like if there's rice crackers, sometimes there's like the Quaker rice crackers in with the chips, um, and stuff. So I will buy those for a snack item as well. And then once we get to wherever we're going, this time it's going to be Montreal. Um, if I have an opportunity to get to a grocery store, I will do that pretty quick so that that doesn't become an onerous task weighing on me. It's like, yes, I want to get vacationing. Yes, I'd like to get uh, some sort of a go somewhere and have a drink and something nice to eat. But we will probably hit up a grocery store on our way to the venue, the hotel, the wherever we're going. And that's where I'm going to be getting some vegetables for sure. Pepperoni sticks, hard boiled eggs if they've got them at the store. Greek yogurt, if they've, if, if I can find that at the store, um, and protein bars. So sometimes I can sneak some protein bars in my suitcase and things like that. So I can bring them from home, which would be maybe cheaper, but I will definitely be buying, uh, some easy to travel protein bars to have in the room so that when I am 
going on these excursions and sometimes you'll you'll buy an excursion or buy a trip or a tour or something and it comes with lunch and a drink and the drink is um something that I can't really have or full of sugar that's going to make the rest of the trip not so good and the food is something that I'm not eating. I want to still go on the excursion. I want to go on the trip. It's not about the food for me. It's about the culture. It's about the experience. So I just want to be able to go and say, oh, no, thanks. I don't need I don't need that part. I don't care that I've paid for the food part too. I'm going to just eat my protein bar um, and a couple of beef jerky sticks. And I'm going to just be fine until this excursion's over and I've had the experience. So that's the other thing. Um, that we spend a lot of time doing is I will pack some food for these day trips that I know are going to tide me over until we are back. Um, and I can have more choices in restaurants versus, you know, the bagged lunch or the, or the one option meal that are often being prepared. Uh, and I know it's difficult. Sometimes people go to conferences and they're like, well, I have no idea what I'm going to be served at these conferences. You're going to be served something that is protein. Start there. You're probably going to be served something that is a vegetable. Take extra. Those are things that you can almost guarantee at every conference. So don't look for things to worry about more than you need to. If the protein is egg salad and it's pushed between two pieces of bread and you're not wanting to eat a lot of bread while you're on the trip because you know that's not the carbs you're wanting to have right now. Take the sandwiches, scrape the egg salad out, take the turkey and roll it up um, and eat it without the bread. There's lots of ways for you to go around getting some protein from a buffet that doesn't necessarily um, mean you have to eat all the carbs that come with it. If you truly are trying to avoid all gluten, it is a little bit more difficult when things are like Yes, there's a protein, but it is smothered in a gravy that's thickened with flour. Like Kenzie and I would not be able to do that. So if the only protein that is there is a pulled pork that is filled with wheat um, barbecue sauce and things like that, sometimes those are challenging, but they're not very often. There's usually something that we can have at all of these things. You just have to be asking the right questions or know what things are made out of and be able to adjust. And if you're not that sensitive to it, it's not going to be that big of a deal. When I'm in the kind of experience where I want to try something new, like I want to go to a restaurant that is uh, recommended and raved about, I'm going to just choose wisely as far as finding things that sound like they're going to taste yummy. Like, you know, when you're reading the menu, like, oh, that sounds good. But the ones that sound the best and the ones that sound pretty good, they might be a, there might be a, just enough of a difference to change your mind to doing just the pretty good one versus the one that sounds the best. So what I mean by that is if it's talking about, you know, it's breaded and then deep fried and then drizzled with four different kinds of cheeses and that sounds amazing, but I don't know that I'm going to feel amazing afterwards. So I try to make choices that I'm not going to think that it was um, something that I regret after the fact. So sometimes if if I'm reading the menu, I'm like, that sounds good, but it's not going to be good for me. 
uh, knowing full well that I'm just going to spend the rest of the evening wishing I was in a washroom. So I sometimes just make my choices wisely. I love when someone else makes food for me so I don't have to cook. I love trying um, new foods for sure. It's not that I don't enjoy that. I just make sure that what I'm leaning towards are proteins followed by vegetables with a smart carb choice. And the other thing that I often do when I am traveling is I limit the amount of carbs I'm going to have so that they can be enjoyed in one of the meals. So if I know we're going to do a nice supper out, for sure it's going to be my smoothie in the morning. And if it's not my smoothie, then it's going to be like um, two hard-boiled eggs and a piece of fruit. And there's going to be no carb at breakfast so that I don't overindulge in calories and start to feel heavy and slow and sluggish before I've got to the part of the day I'm going to enjoy. So that's part of the thought process. Thinking about how do I need to um, fuel my body for the day prior to that meal at the evening that's going to be something out of my normal routine, but totally worth it? And can I head into that meal with the right amount of fuel that has served me, but not overindulged throughout the entire day? The days when I feel the worst are the ones where we've had a big breakfast um, at a hotel in a, in a dining room situation, and then some sort of street vendor kind of greasy lunch and then get fancied up to go out for a big supper with a few drinks. I usually feel like that's more than I can manage in a day. And so I probably would be having a better time if I didn't do all of that in one day. Either pick the breakfast, pick the greasy vendor lunch, or pick the supper out and do the other two with some better choices and the rest and everything will run a little smoother. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, liquid calories. So we try to avoid liquid calorie. Like we don't, we're not big, heavy drinkers, but definitely on holidays, I will want to do that. I'm not having to get up at four o'clock in the morning necessarily. So maybe, maybe I want a glass of wine with dinner, or maybe I even want two. Probably not on this trip because it's been so long since I've had a drink. I'm going to be drunk after the first one. So the two won't happen. But what if it did? Or (laughs) what if I went back into a training program and I built up my tolerance and I was able to have a couple of drinks? When you're doing that, I try to make sure that I'm going into dinner. Um, I know that most drinks, unless unless I know they're only 100 calories, most are going to be around 200 calories. So if I know that ahead of time, because I know that, then what am I going to not eat off of this plate that might help to balance that out? I can still have the the meal, whatever, whatever I want to order, but I might, the minute the meal comes, take half the rice and just push it off to one side or put it onto the salad plate or something like that so that I can help to control the amount of calories that are on my plate in front of me so that I'm not overdoing it in the food department and overdoing it in the drink department, but I am 
making sure that I've, I've kept the lean protein on my plate and I've made sure that I've got some vegetables into me. But if they're like, if there's something that's there that is higher in calories, I will reduce the amount. I'll try it for sure. Like you want to, you want to have a little bit of everything that you've purchased, but just not all of it and getting it off my plate right from the get-go and having that taken away really, really helps. I do that as much as I can. Like, I'm just not going to have this sit here and let me pick away at it, especially if I've had that second drink and my inhibitions are going down. Just get it out of here because I'm going to be full. I know that for sure. There's going to be enough food for sure. I'm not going to be leaving here hungry, but can I leave here without being over in calories by six or 700 from what my daily intake should be? Because if I go over by six or 700, three or four days in a row, not going to feel good. I'm going to come home and my pants are going to be a little bit tighter. So I enjoy being away. I enjoy letting somebody else cook for me, but, and I don't let food consume my thought processes. Now that I have learned so much about what makes me feel good and what I get to eat and, um, still have enough energy to enjoy the holiday. I just have wrapped my head around the fact that it's not enjoyable for me to have a total free for all that I don't find it. Um, what I'm looking for the right word. I don't feel deprived. That's what I'm looking for. I don't feel deprived when I uh, make these choices. I don't feel like I'm missing out on life. I don't want anyone feeling sorry for me uh, because of how I choose to eat when I'm on vacation. Don't feel sorry for me. Know that I like it this way. I like being able to enjoy myself and I like being able to um, go to bed at night and not have a sore gut as I'm falling asleep. So it does, it's, it's not something that I'm being deprived of it. And I don't want you guys to feel like you are being deprived of anything either. If you can enjoy all the food experiences and you feel amazing with all of them and you have no, um, you know, there's no side effects to you doing different things and out of routine things, and you come home feeling like it's been a fantastic vacation, that's the kind of vacation you should be going on. Like, don't do all of the things that I do. Don't take your smoothie maker if you don't want to. Don't um, don't cut your carbs in half off of the plate if you always come home from vacation feeling as amazing as you did when you went. But I just, I hear from people all the time that it is something that you worry about and you don't feel awesome, and you come home not feeling great or feeling regretful and remorseful or that your clothes don't fit, and you want to figure out ways to do it differently. So that's all I wanted to talk about today is as I head into um, hanging out with my family for a week out of routine in a different province, uh, there's going to be some things that I'm going to think about before we even leave. and that I'm going to implement while we are traveling to try to feel as um, normal and as in routine as we are right now. Will there be gluten-free poutine in Quebec? Like that's the million dollar question. I've, I've looked it up. I've found a couple places. 
the like potatoes are gluten free and cheese is usually gluten free. So you just got to find some place that makes that gravy that's not thickened with flour. And you better believe there will be a gluten free poutine sought out while I am in Quebec. I think that's definitely on the bucket list. I don't know if I'm going to find a gluten-free beaver tail. I might be pushing my luck with that. So that's okay. I will be okay with that. Uh, And I do hope that we get to go out for some nice meals because my husband is a foodie and it is an experience for him. And he does really enjoy meals out. And I love to go with him to do that. And then I pick something really boring and simple while I'm there so that I feel good while I'm enjoying his company in the fancier restaurants. So um, anyway, the bottom line is if you have a smoothie maker and you normally have a smoothie, figure out a way to keep that with you. If you are traveling in airports and you need to make some choices, look for proteins, look for pressed juices so that you can have those micronutrients without having a whole lot of sugary drinks. Drink lots of water while you are traveling. Um, Pick things that you normally would eat for most of the food that you're going to be consuming while you're away so that when you do have those extras or those treats or those fun things, they're not um, constant and every single day, all three meals out of the day, they are balanced with the normal foods that you are regularly consuming and digesting and processing and your body knows well. And if you do exercise on a regular basis in your routine, your body digests its food and processes food and your metabolism is used to that exercise. So if you shut that all down for your vacations, it changes how you digest food. So it changes how you feel when you're eating food. So if you normally exercise, it's okay to take some time off and it's okay to have a rest day. But if you don't, if you, if you work out four to five times during a week on a consistent regular basis, seven days of nothing, you will start to feel real sluggish. So it doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be much and it doesn't have to be long. But if you can move your body for about 20 minutes a day, walking counts. So sometimes you're just going to do a bunch of walking while you're doing this sort of thing. So you don't need to actually figure out how to fit that into your life. Okay, I'm just going to finish off this podcast today by acknowledging that not everybody needs to vacation and holiday the way that I do. And I know some of you have probably listened to this and me talking about, you know, having to take my own smoothie maker while I'm on holidays and thinking that I'm being... um, creating some anxiety around food or I am being deprived of the wonderful experiences that are out there in life by doing this. And I'm not feeling deprived. I don't want anyone feeling sorry for me that I have to take my own smoothie and make it while I'm on holidays or that I am going to pick boring foods in restaurants so that I can still feel good. It actually um, deprives me more to not do it this way because I have learned over the years trial and error about how I need to behave and how I need to eat in order to feel good. And so it, I just wanted to make sure that everybody knows if you want to do this, you don't need to be doing it because I say you need to be doing it and you don't need to be doing it 
with the diet mentality or that, you know, your whole world's going to fall apart if you don't make a smoothie while you're on your vacation. It is nothing to do with that whatsoever. Love the time that you are away. Love the experiences. Enjoy the foods that make you feel good. I am just saying that when I'm traveling um, or when, when my clients are traveling, they sometimes get feeling anxious about their travels. And so we talk about how there should be no anxiety about enjoying life. And there should be no anxiety about making the choices that you want to make in order to check that box that I'm having a good time. And for some people, having a good time means making some healthy choices and keeping those habits and keeping some routine because that box is having a good time feels good. And for some people, the the box you want to check with having a good time is just getting out of the daily routine and trying new experiences and new foods. Either way, whatever you need to do to make your holiday feel like it's great, do it without any remorse. Come back. When you have solid health habits in place, you will very easily fall back into a really fantastic routine when you get home. It won't re- a week is not going to make or break anything. I just wanted to share how I like to enjoy the week that I go away and how I like to keep things as consistent as possible so that my body feels as good as it can while I'm out and about. That being said, the other thing that I've been thinking about as we pack up is how grateful I am that masks are now a really normalized thing in in our culture. I know they have been in other places for a lot longer than they have been the last two years here, but I have always felt like airplane air is just one big germ pool and you always have the potential to get sick on a flight more than anywhere else. And so I'm super grateful that I get to just put my mask on while I'm on this airplane. It'll keep me from feeling like when I am getting off the plane that I've just now contracted everybody's germs and I'm going to spend the rest of my holiday having to fight through that. I I think that we were a little bit behind in not having masks on airplanes and I will definitely not be the only one wearing one on the plane this time around. I am certain of that. So that also makes me feel really good that it's become very normal to just keep those other germs out of my system while I'm trapped in this airplane so that when I get off in Montreal, I can go about having a fantastic week. I hope all is well with you. I hope you are planning some holidays for the summer, and I hope those holidays include feeling amazing. That is what you deserve. Thanks for listening to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Monday Matters, leave her a review, and share this episode on your social media. Should you have any questions about what you listen to or want more information, reach out and send her a message at K2 Thriving Motherhood on Instagram and Facebook. She loves hearing from her listeners and responds to each one personally. See you next time!